Welcome to the very special first episode of XP Bar Plus. It's our new subscription what? service. Michael, what uh, kind of fantastic bespoke content can subscribers look forward to? Well, you see, Tucker, we have this canvas bag that we give out to first-time subscribers mm. and a vinyl club. Today, the record, and this mm-hmm. is the record for the month, is mm-hmm. a uh, it's it's the Chicago Greatest Hits album Ooh. that I have Ooh. here for some reason. What's your favorite Chicago's greatest hits? Is it twenty five or six to four? It is twenty five or six. Mm. Hmm. Old and brassy. Um, I mean, it seems like the obvious pick. You get a get a little get a little little poppy jam there. You know, it's accessible but slightly Chicago. It's got some instrumentation to it. It's got mm. a groove. It does. I suppose. I, I like where it goes. Well, in addition to all that, Christian, what can our beautiful subscribers look forward to besides 4K episodes of Crossing Jordan available now on the XP Bar Plus app. <laughs> they can look forward to to the sweet, sweet dulcet tones of our very own host Tucker Phillips. Keep that money coming in, folks. Mm. Fifteen dollars a month. It's worth it. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. you guys. What are the top That's blue moon? Not the top. Let me rephrase this. What? This is a video game podcast. What? We're going to... What? Top... Not top. Ten canonical <laughs> games of the current generation. Let's do it, you guys. You got a list ready? We're going to do this. Were no. these, well, how, how are we defining canonical? This is a challenge. I this didn't. is a mind exercise. Michael did not do his homework. His dog no, I did not. No, I did not. It's okay. We're going to get through this. But we're going to narrow okay. it down to ten games and in my mind, canonical just means these are the games we're taking with us, dude, into the future. I, what does that mean? So many remasters. Oh. I th- guess, yeah, that's... No. Uh, yeah, yeah. No! I don't know. Does that seem like it defines... It seems like it defines this 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 bracket of... I don't frame. hardly have a single remaster in my list of ten. Okay, no, these games will be the ones that will be remastered in the years oh. to come. I hate it. Let's do it. Okay. Michael, do you have any games? Yeah, I figured we'd probably throw... Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What? So we're going to have 10 total. So okay. for the first three, I think we should just go around and put a game on that we don't want to argue about, and we'll just lock it in immediately. This is your freebie. This is your wild card. Okay. Oh no. Yes. Oh man. The one you no. feel the strongest about that needs I, to be on this list. Hey Tucker, I don't feel strongly about any of these. <laughs> uh, is, hey Tucker. Yes. I don't care about any of these because I didn't play anything I would consider canon. <sighs> Not even Fortnite. <laughs> uh, do we have to? I should probably throw Fortnite on the list. Okay. Can I plug that in as yours? Or give me a wild no. card, Michael. We're we're creating the canon right now. You can do whatever you want. Free reign for one game. Um, you guys go first. Okay, Christian, hit me. Mm. So we are doing ten total, mm-hmm. and not ten individually. No, ten okay. as a group. The ten All right. canonical games. 
The one I feel strong, most strongly about would be Thumper. Thumper. Ooh, that's an excellent choice. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that. I'm making a list right now. And uh, we should uh, we should maybe say this is from the release of the PS4. Yeah. Now. Till now. Of time. Not. So we're fat. Are we? Does Wii U fit into there at all, or a little bit? Right, like the tail end of the Wii U would. So I guess when it comes to Nintendo, though, we're looking. You know, you're you're switching. We're switching. Yes. Okay. For the most part, right? Okay. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Christian, anything you'd like to say about Thumper as we add it to the only ten games that we're taking <laughs> with us into the? Not future? only. Is it one of my favorite video games of all time? But playing through Thumper was one of my favorite audiovisual experiences of all time, Ooh. and I would very much like it to exist for the future. Okay, and it's like uh, you know we're hitting the VR thing, right? It's we're hitting the indie game. It's like all these all these disparate elements of the last six years or what have yes. you oh. coming together. Ooh, I don't like where this is going. PlayStation Plus. Ooh. Mm. Oh, no. Um, the one I would like to contribute is Hitman. I Ooh. think Hitman is excellent. And it did cool things with the online. Games as a service. Something, something. Mm-hmm. Elusive targets. It was a an financial event. failure, but a critical success. Absolutely. And I loved playing through it. So I'm going to put Hitman. Um, Wait, did you play through all of Hitman? I did. I didn't do. Oh, wow. I came to it after the fact, so I didn't do all the live game stuff. But did you play through it in Hitman Two Engine? No. I see. I would like to. Does yeah. that count? Is that a remaster? <gasps> Has it already been remastered? Is this the game on this <laughs> list that's already been remastered? Ooh. Hmm. Okay. So questions loom. <laughs> Thumper and Hitman. Michael, what is our third locked in, no questions asked game? Uh, do I say it? I'll say it. Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. Campaign. You are the man. I think it's it's sandbox approach to that whole stealth combat system is very novel and interesting in a way that that I do think you're starting to see kind of filter into other releases. It is fun. It is kind of a cool way to do this thing, and it still has a lot of those kind of goofier, um, you know, those goofier uh, spy movies tilted on their head, military uh, tilted on its head stuff that Kojima likes. Definitely. And you also see, like, this filtering, like, these creative takes on existing literature and things like that, and it's done in a way that, you know, can be taken wholly seriously, but at the same time when you describe it, it's like, this is dumb. But you know what I mean? Like it has that yeah. it has that approach where it seems weird and strange, but not in a way that feels really out of place and not in a way that feels really um, not in a way that feels paradising. It's like uh, it's for the over sophisticated and the under sophisticated. Well, it's like it's it's like they're able to filter in these these cultural touch points in a way that I think makes sense by the rules of this universe that makes no sense. Yes. It feels like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and it doesn't like when you have this this overly this over the top um riff on like Moby Dick, it works. 
I think it works. <laughs> Some people think it works. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Kidding. Like that first hour. Think of that it's first hour, goofy. man. Yes. You know, he's all like, call me Ishmael, and then everyone's dying in a bloody, gory mess, and a giant whale shoots out of the or ground. Or are they? He's all like, and, <laughs> and it's a revenge whale. story, and he's got the <clears throat> phantom pain. And he pees on the floor in an alarming fashion that might give you away. <laughs> so Metal Gear yes. Solid V, would V has come to? V has come to this list. Very good. Okay. So we have seven spots to fill. Let's just start going around in a circle and we'll construct our long list here. Okay. So Christian, please take it away. Uh, my next one? Um, I'm just going to kind of aggregate everybody's together and then we'll go from there. Air all of our grievances? Yes. Okay. Next on my list would be Undertale. Okay. I also had Undertale on my list. You people. Two birds, You people. Um, I'll... Put on Mario Odyssey. Ooh. Fine. I'll put on Breath of the Wild. Okay. I had that on my list as well. Two birds, one stone. (laughs) All right, Christian. Uh, Next for me would be Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is a good podcast for ASMR fans because it's a lot of me typing into the thing. Uh, I'll go Bloodborne. I also had that one. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Michael? Mm, we're approaching the end of the things that I had pre-planned. Street Fighter Five. Nice. That is mm. a very interesting pick, Michael. That is a very... We'll be revisiting that one, I think, in the near future. <laughs> I want to pick your brain about Street Fighter Five. Mm. You you would be able to make a better case for it, even if you're not oh, actively making a case for it. You can put ads on your guy, so... Uh, Christian, let's keep it rolling here. I had the Outer Wilds on my list. Jeez, out the Outer Worlds or Outer Wilds? We should uh... Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Oh, is Outer Wilds. Is that the down. weird time loopy one, or is that the? It's the good one. Okay. <laughs> it's a good. One. <laughs> okay. Um, inside. I also Ooh. had that one on my list. Interesting, Michael. PT. Nice. We're gonna count that. We're gonna count that as a game. I'm fine with it. I'm just. I I'm just, I guess if. You know, I'm okay if, with it. Okay. okay. If you're okay with it, then okay. I didn't even think about that. That that would be. Uh, <laughs> I'm a stickler, Michael. You know me. <laughs> I've seen it on like websites' official best PS4 games of all time lists, which is strange. Okay. That is strange. Because I mean, you can't get it anymore. So, yeah. like, what use is there immortalizing that in a list that you know <laughs> your forty-five-year-old dad is going to check out to get into video games to be like his Guess fun what? and hip? Guess what? If I may, if I looked up a list of the hundred best games <gasps> of all time, I guarantee there'll be several on there that you just can't get anymore in general. <gasps> Ooh. So hmm, I think it's fired. Boktai, like <laughs> Boktai. That would be. Uh, would be on there. That's interesting. We should come. We should do. We should sock at games we can't play. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how that works. Uh, mm, uh, you spend a thousand dollars on a PlayStation Four with no, yeah. oh, no, uh, no, uh. no, no. Mm. Christian, please. I had Celeste. Celeste. Okay. I had Forza Horizon Three. Interesting. Oh, shrimps on the Bobby. That's right, my mom. Is that the one you can floss, or is that four? That's four. 
Four is the flosser. Okay, okay. Or maybe three as well. We don't know. I don't know. Possibly. Michael. Um. Forgive me, world. Overwatch. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Christian? I had near Automata. Okay. Robot. I had God of War. Oh, I had God of War as well as a possible nom. Michael? Monster Hunter World. I was waiting for it. I love it. Okay. Christian? Doom 2016. Okay. Okay. Is that all caps? Do I write that all caps? Doom. Sure. Parentheses. 2016. Parentheses. Okay. Zach was right. Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll do Fortnite. Okay. We talking battle royale or the single player? Uh, a single player. Weird. Let's That's let's weird. do single player. I'm I'm ready to make the argument. <laughs> let's go. Uh, uh, funny mode. Um. My next pick is Pokemon Go. Okay. Hmm. Okay. We're considering uh, cell phone games then. I guess we're just uh, we're opening that door. Is that what we're doing here? Yeah. Okay. It's a game. Is Why? Pokemon Go a game or a phenomenon, Michael? Ooh. I like to think of it more as a cultural event. Okay. <laughs> well, it's on the list. And really, it is a step in the right direction, I think, and a step forward into the future of Cut what gaming and what interactive media is. Cut his mic. Uh, <laughs> I only have one more to go, Christian. How many? Are, how many are you still one? Rocking? Okay, hit me. The Witcher three. Okay. okay. Ooh, ooh. Okay, I had Destiny as my final. Okay, game. that's a good pick too. Michael. Um, I don't have any more. Okay. Actually, uh, I guess name a random game. Ace Combat Seven. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, okay. there you go. Okay, okay. Someone will have to make the case other than me, though, because I'm. Is, I don't know. Is are are we missing any obvious games? I would say GTA Five seems like it should maybe be. Yeah, in this but does that one's a little skeevy because PS3, Xbox is oh, when it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yum, yum. Never mind. Strike it from the record. Struck in. Otherwise, I don't really. Nothing's coming to mind. Um, Uncharted Four. Yeah, I thought about it, but it doesn't really... I mean, it's a, another one of those. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Wait, another, one of <laughs> what? Wait. Was there an Uncharted 4 released on PlayStation 3? No. Then is it one of those, or is it... It's one of those Uncharted games, I mean. Like, it's another Uncharted game. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Um uh borderlands 3 yes no nope <laughs> nope yes okay nope goose game untitled goose game county i don't know hmm? doraemon farming adventure 2019 mm-hmm. maybe rock band uh, 4 okay. mm-hmm. rock band 4 alien isolation some might say Persona 5 Persona I mean, that 5? came out cross generation but mm. Doki Doki Literature Club <laughs> mm. 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 
Uh, I think we're good here. Okay, what do we get rid of right away? Let's get rid of something. Ooh. 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 How many games? Target? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Twenty-one. And we have to get it down to seven. Is this just game of the year prep? No, maybe. We're getting the format down. Mm. <laughs> it's just a thought experiment. It's just a thought okay. experiment. Is okay. there a game we can all agree needs to be here? Mm-hmm. I think Breath of the Wild's a pretty strong contender. It seems I'm like it's the universe contender, yeah. Can I move it over to our locked-in column? Throw Breath it in, Gov, Wild. Cap, okay. Friend, Fam. Breath of the Wild. Okay. Okay. So we have six more to go. Any other obvious picks? Do you guys have like a list in front of you? I can save this or share this with you. I think PT would be an obvious pick, but that's just me. I will back this. I'm okay with that. Okay. 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 Five more to go, gentlemen. Michael, give me the Street Fighter Five argument, please. I would. I really want to. I. Part of me nominating it was me just looking at my PlayStation collection and saying, "Oh, Street Fighter Five seemed like a really cool take on uh, fighting games and a really good, like, good, you know, good balanced, well put together fighting game." But I can't really make that argument that much because I'm not good at this game. Okay. And have not spent the hours other people have. Yes. Neither but have it I. seems as far as where fighting games should be circa 2019 or circa this generation, it seems like it's about there. How would like you feel... The best example of that. How would you feel Street Fighter V would hang against something like Dragon Ball Fighters? I like Dragon Ball Fighters more, but I feel like a part of that is nostalgia speaking and then the visual gotcha. presentation. Hmm. And I don't know if if you divorced the 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 uh, if you divorced the Dragon Ball Z side of that and then took away how flashing how, how like the the actual physical presentation I think they're about on they're going to be about maybe about the same place where you have that there's that deeper level of combat that I don't know how to touch <laughs> but it's there and everyone talks about it being there. And then it's still also this very accessible fighting game as well. Let me argue against Street Fighter V. Okay. <gasps> Give it to me, Captain. You know this better than I would. Uh, four is better and came out a generation ago, so it would feel really weird to put like, okay, the inferior sequel. Uh, really? I, I feel like four is better. Five is like your good to have around bog standard fighting game right like this works and it's what you expect from a fighting game and the mm-hmm. characters are fun but uh i don't yeah, think Sakura's it is there yeah. uh, get the ho ho uh, ho ho lady there mm, yes mm-hmm. karen 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 <laughs> karen uh karen. i don't know i i i uh I think it's a brave, bold choice, but I I don't back it myself personally. Okay, that's enough for me to be comfortable with it not being one of the picks. Okay. I mean, my 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 big ponies are already on this list, so I don't. Hmm. Okay. Speaking of ponies, Overwatch. <laughs> now <laughs> it's a bad time to be talking about this. Okay, yes. we're in a bad yes. little spot yeah. here. Mm-hmm. But looking 
if we can beyond <laughs> the things that have happened how how are we feeling about overwatch i think if we talk overwatch we should look back to when it was the game we were actually playing and it was the thing that it when it was the game yes because there was a period of time there where it was the game it was <laughs> yes and i feel like maybe mm, Christian, did you I play think... a lot of Overwatch? I don't have a good sense of where you're at on. Yes, quite a bit. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> See the diva. She says, uh, "I'm going for the tonostril." <laughs> she says, "It kind of resurfaced the whole Team Fortress Two shtick. Yeah. It brought it back into the fore and kind of bursted it into the mainstream to an extent by." you know, in some sense, releasing on consoles. Okay. Can we... But I think it's worth noting that it's also... It's that, but it's also really well put together. Mm-hmm. I think the character selection is fun from a gameplay perspective and from, like, a presentation perspective. I think they made a fun group of... A fun cast that you can kind of poke through as you play online. Um, maps are okay i think there's this cultural side to it that needs to be taken into account where it was you know it was at the it was considered the competitive game for at least a little while it created this this or it it kind of jumped into that competitive sphere in a way that i think is also really important to talk about i agree or was it jammed into that space unnaturally by blizzard I think you can make an argument either way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can we put Overwatch aside for now? And maybe uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut Forza because I don't think okay. it hangs. I don't think mm. it hangs either. But I think it did cool things for like online racing, open world type stuff. I think it's yeah. a cool game, but mm -hmm. I don't think it hangs. So I'm gonna get rid of it. Okay. Okay. It's gone. Um. What other children can we kill here? What uh, uh, what can we get rid of real quick? I think I nommed Red Dead Redemption, and I'm okay with it going bye-bye. <sighs> See. Or maybe not. I think it fits the spirit of what we're talking about, even if I don't ever want to play it. Or I guess, you know. yeah. It feels <laughs> I mean, important. You get that real live chore yeah Ooh. Mm. yeah i think there it went for a certain kind of realism though that maybe didn't wasn't really existing in mainstream triple a video games prior to yeah here's okay here's my argument i guess against red dead redemption 2 right mm -hmm. comes out on pc and a big thing is people have saves that skip the first you know, chapter or whatever, <laughs> ready to go because people don't want to play parts of this game ever again. So I feel like it would be weird to say, this is a game we're taking with us. People don't want to play the beginning because it sucks and the beginning is long. Hmm. It's a weird thing. Like maybe it made sense at the time. Maybe it was this beautiful crystalline moment where people were into Red Dead Redemption 2, but I don't know if it's going to go forward with us. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's fair. I just think it's worth kind of talking about it. I feel like there's a scale to it that's worth bringing up, and I feel like there's a a certain approach to realism that is maybe not unprecedented, but maybe, but I think at this scale, it is arguably unprecedented. It's fair. 
it's fair. But are we cutting it? I would be okay with it going if we get to that point. Okay. Okay. Uh, God of War, yes, no. Let's let's just put that's it on the table. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's, that's a tough uh, one. Deeply flawed yes. video game. Yes. The sun. <laughs> he is angsty. Did you know the son wants to prove himself to his father? Oh, it's his father just can't do. You're being mean to God of War. (laughs) Leave it alone. I don't know. I stopped at the elf spot. Yeah, yeah. I. uh, That's the one. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Lot of. Lot of packing in that game. Yeah. A lot of. Lot of building it out. I wouldn't feel great about God of War making it. Uh, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know. It. Uh, uh, I hope games don't. Uh, I don't. I hope games don't go in that direction too far. Really. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it, technical it, showcase though. Game's yes. very pretty, and the single shot shtick is neat. Yeah, I agree. And Uh-oh. I think there's a cool. And there's a cool. I think there's a cool attempt to recontextualize an established character. Yeah. In a new way. I think it creates a really good, you know, father-son story. But there's also so much of that game that just does not need to exist. Okay. And is there. Yes. That's how I feel about most games nowadays, honestly. But yeah, I get what you're because saying. Because you can't, if you're spending $60 on game, you'll need to have 40 hours. Okay. It's <laughs> fair. Okay. Uh... Hmm, I feel like we're not whittling down too quick here. Uh, Pokemon Go, is that a lock? Do we feel good about Pokemon Go? I feel like it was such a thing. Yeah? But I've was never... it a flash in the pan? Mm. Well, there... I do still play. Yes. I do uh... still play it every day. My workplace is a Pokestop. <laughs> hmm. I bring it out every day as I get to work. Spin the Pokestop get my my things and catch whatever pokemon is there and then i go about my day uh let's let's try this tag right okay i feel like only mario odyssey or hollow knight should be on here right because otherwise we have a lot of like the same type of game maybe yeah yeah i am totally okay axing hollow knight it's a very okay. very good metroidvania but it is not revolutionary in any sense of the word cute art style very okay. cute setting, very neat, but I don't feel like it has to be one of the the generation defining releases. Okay. Can I recommend a lock in? What's that? Undertale. Undertale. Hmm. Well, I was it gonna is. say. So, are we locking Mario Odyssey? Are we okay there? We're getting rid of Hollow Knight. It sounds like. Yes. Okay, I'm okay. gonna get rid of Hollow Knight. Um. Okay, sure. Is Undertale... Because I was going to say Undertale or The Witcher 3, I feel like. We got we to gotta have like our RPG, right? So are we mm. going the Undertale tact or The Witcher 3? Mm. I would pick Undertale over Witcher 3. I would also pick Undertale over Witcher 3. I would too, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are we okay locking Undertale? I feel like it should be on there. Yeah. I think so. I mean, that's like this generation right yeah one person passion project yeah farts out this game that a bunch of people rally around 
You get memes. Have we talked about the memes? You want a sans post, friend? No. Um. <laughs> are we okay nixing The Witcher Three then? The Witcher Three is fine. Like it's really good at what it is, right? I feel like The Witcher yeah. Three and Red Dead Redemption Two are the ones we should be button heads against. Those are the two. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are the two that I would pit against each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely and if go we're, if we're doing that, I think The Witcher 3 trumps Red Dead Redemption. I agree. Yep. I okay. agree. So I'm not going to lock The Witcher 3, but I am going to get rid of Red Dead Redemption 2 then. Mm. Okay. 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 Um, let's go. Let's go Outer Wilds versus Inside. Oh. I have no horse in this game. You can fight it out. It's I'm throwing the stake in the arena. I'm throwing in the stake, the stake in the arena. <laughs> You two fight over the scraps. Okay. These were my game of the years, the respective years they came out. So Wow. Yeah. Calling twenty nineteen game of the year early, huh? Yep, I called it back <laughs> <laughs> this summer. Uh I think Outer Wilds is better than Inside. I love Inside, but Yeah. I think Outer Wilds is way more ambitious and successful. Yeah. Totally. I mean Inside at its core is just a cinematic platformer. Outer Wilds is this crazy <clears throat> explore it exploration driven experience that's like revolutionary for the medium inside's been done before not that awesome setting but it's yeah. been done before inside's awesome it is i, I feel bad talking mess about it but yeah i'm gonna get rid of inside what? one sec guys boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. okay i'm back fortnite or pokemon go mm. fortnite Fortnite? Yeah. Christian? Yes, Fortnite's yep. okay. Okay, fine. I'm going to get rid of Pokemon Go. <laughs> uh, unless there's a big argument. Like, I feel like I, I have no reference point for Pokemon Go, so I don't know really um, how to talk about it. I don't know. I guess I'm speaking partially from nostalgia. I remember the day that launched. I remember going out with some housemates and actually Ooh. wandering around. Uh insert name of college town here sure and uh i don't know it's, it's just a good moment i remember how into it people were at the time how it was like this this maybe it was a flash in the pan and then the losers like me stuck around to keep playing it but <laughs> it, it it just it felt like it was it was a big moment for me in that regard and and i think the this this augmented reality thing Maybe it doesn't survive in the Pokemon Go form, though it looks like they're trying with Harry Potter and Jurassic Park and whatever. But I think it was a very interesting and maybe important experiment with that augmented reality. Okay. I, uh, I don't play Pokemon Go or Fortnite, so I'll go with you and I'll say Pokemon Go over Fortnite. I would have picked Fortnite over Pokemon Go. Okay. Oops. <laughs> uh, Kristen, whatever you choose then. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I would pick Fortnite, but that's only okay. because I've had very mixed experiences with Pokemon Go. When I was in the ideal conditions, I was having a blast because my first experience with Pokemon Go was launch week, and I was in rural America for a summer, and so I booted it up, got my starter... Got a Pidgey, and then I sat there, and there was nothing, absolutely yeah. <clears throat> nothing. No Pokestops <throat> within a 10-mile radius, <laughs> and absolutely nothing. So I walked the trails 
uh, by my rural America location, and I didn't encounter any more Pokemon. And so I was like, well, this is pretty boring. So I gave up, mm. and then I moved to city environment and boy i was like pokey stops left and right we're getting pokemon all the time it's nice it's wonderful there's actually gyms the first time i saw a gym i didn't know what it was and then uh winter (laughs) happened and then i couldn't hold my phone because my hands got too cold and so i was like well i'm going to fall behind because i don't have touchscreen gloves so i gave up weren't people walking off cliffs by accident playing pokemon (laughs) go or something uh, there was some stuff about people wandering into traffic. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lock. Ooh, this <laughs> game made people wander into traffic. Yes. Uh. It's part of why they canceled it overseas in some spots. Hmm. Okay. I feel like we need Fortnite or Pokemon Go, and it sounds like Fortnite is the one we're going with. Wait, why are we narrowing it to these two? Why not pitting these two against others? Because I feel What's like one here? of these needs to be on there. Because they Why? were like What's... the biggest games of this generation. Wait, are we looking for the biggest games of our generation to some extent? That is why I think it would be weird if these two, one of them was not on the list. That is my point. What? Don't vote! Well, let's say we have four spots to fill. Mm, just okay. like me. Baby, what's left on the uh, roster here? Yes, and our list is Mario, or our list of uh, potential hole fillers here is Mario Odyssey, Bloodborne, Outer Wilds, Celeste, Overwatch, Near Automata, God of War, Monster Hunter World, Doom, Fortnite, Pokemon Go, The Witcher 3, and Destiny. I feel like we should not God of War off this list. Yes, maybe. Yes. Sure. Seem. Okay. We gotta keep. We gotta roll through. We gotta. I, I got a I lock nomination. This, I yes. can hear this conversation breaking, Zach. Yes. <laughs> we already cut Red Dead, so <laughs> he's gone. Christian, what is your I think your this lock? wonderful trifecta of video game players can agree that Bloodborne should be one of the games on the list. Really? Mm, really? Bloodborne was one of the ones I felt we could get rid okay. of. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was leaning towards a cut on that one. Okay. Because um, okay. it's just, you know, Dark Souls, but cooler. Like, it was a, it was a killer app, I feel like, early on, but... Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you feel it's a lock, Christian? What's your? Because uh, I think it re in reinvented that Dark Souls formula in a way that incentivized faster gameplay and guns and the cool uh, uh, gothic uh, guy. Yes. That one guy, Lovecraft, Lovecraft, yeah, you got it. Setting Edgar Allan Poe, really awesome way. Okay, and okay. I feel like you hear people talking about Bloodborne, like it's one of the great ones. Okay. I I append your argument. Uh, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's say, of the remaining games, what is the one you feel the strongest should be on the list? What's Christian. remaining still? Uh, oh. Mario Odyssey, Bloodborne, Outer Wilds, Celeste, Overwatch, Nier, Monster Hunter, Doom, Fortnite, Pokemon Go, The Witcher, Destiny. Okay. So what are you guys thinking is the the strongest contender here? Mm. The gears are turning. Ooh. Mine would probably be Outer Wilds. Okay. Really? 
Hmm. Hmm. I'm not going to argue against it. Do you feel as though it should be canonized? I do, because I think it's amazing. Do you think <laughs> Outer Wilds is the game people will be talking about 10 years down the road when they look back on 2019 like they look back on 1998? Cool people. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to be like, Call of Duty was sick back then, dude. They're going to be like, Outer Wilds and the Outer Worlds. Man, we could never get them straight, could we? They got like the same name. boop doop doo That's going to be me and you guys, so... Yes. They'll be like, remember Outer Wilds? You mean that game that Obsidian made? No, the Outer Wilds. No, no, Outer World. No, Outer Wilds. And then they'll laugh. They'll laugh. It'll be fun. But Outer Wilds Remastered will be out by then. And it'll be yeah. Unity 5.0 or whatever. So it'll be fine. Yes. I don't think it'll be remastered. I think it'll be a uh, port. It'll be the port. It'll be the port. port. Play it on your port. watch. More port. Hmm. More port. Here's port with HD, but we won't call it remaster because we're only three years, two years out. Smart. Um, I agree with this Outer Wilds pick. Michael, how do you stand? I maybe would be the only person here to say no. A little cautious on it? A little cautious? I'm a little, That's fine. Ca- I'm a little cautious on that one. Okay. A part of that is just I just haven't played it, but I also don't see it as... Okay. I don't, well, know, I don't know what kind of legacy it'll have two years, three years from now. A good one. Uh, let's try a different tact entirely. I'm going to go down the list, and if anyone has a cautious kind of Michael via Outer Wilds feeling about it, just let me know. Mario Odyssey. Cautious. Cautious. Really? Okay. Okay. Mm. Bloodborne. Cautious. Cautious. Okay. Outer Wilds. Cautious for Michael. Celeste. Cautious. Just me? Uh, mm, you mean the official double jump game of 2018? <laughs> Excellent job. Uh, I suppose, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I could see it being on here. I just, uh, I even had it on my like, long list before I whittled it down to 10 of them. So. Okay. okay. I could see that one getting cut totally, though. I mean, it's indie, pixel art, 2D platformer. Right. That's fair. Uh, near Cautious 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 double cautious can we maybe start cutting double cautious games absolutely okay so i'm gonna strike near were there any other double cautiouses i feel like bloodborne was a double cautious Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. okay overwatch okay so do we lock overwatch that sounds like Overwatch lock weird Okay. okay overwatch okay I'm going to get rid of that. Monster Hunter World. <laughs> really? This was one that I did not expect. Okay. Um, To be honest, let's say a little cautious. That's fair. I love your enthusiasm for it, Michael, and I can see why you would put it on a list like this. I have over 200 hours in this game. <laughs> well, let's... Uh, okay, I'm going to keep Monster Hunter World. I'm not going to move it anywhere, but I'm not going to get rid okay, of it. Okay, okay, okay. Doom. Cautious. I can see that one going. Okay. Um, Fortnite. Pokemon Go. Cautious. Okay. 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 The Witcher Three. Okay. Destiny. Nauseous. Nauseous. Okay. (laughs) Nauseous. Okay. Man, I was gonna say cautious, but not nauseous. 
Oh, I uh, feel like Destiny is so important, and also I, I think do. it's good. I I think both of these things, but I also think there's a lot of baggage. Definitely, definitely. Um. Okay. So we got three more to go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this one more time, and if there's <laughs> any cautious, I'm gonna cut it. Oh, okay. So Mario Odyssey. Christian, I think you were cautious. I was, yes, I was cautious on okay, Mario I can, I can, I can cut it. It's gone. Okay. Outer Wilds. Cautious. Okay, it's gone. Now, this may end up where we don't have any games left. Uh, Celeste. Cautious. Okay. So I'm going to cut Celeste. Monster Hunter World. Okay. Doom. Fortnite. Cautious. Which one? Doom? Doom. Doom? Cautious on Doom? It seems like it's a really good it's a really good shooter, <laughs> but it feels so much that I, like I can't think of anything that kinda goes Yeah. More than that. Yeah. It's like this is a cool this is a really good version of like a classic shooter brought into the twenty first century. Right. I like all these things that it has going on. Okay. It's, but you're a little cautious. I am a little cautious. Okay. Okay. You guys are such good sports for going for this uh format that's taking like forty five <laughs> minutes of this podcast. Uh Fortnite. Pokemon Go. Cautious. Okay. Okay. The Witcher Three. Destiny. Nauseous. Nauseous. Okay. <laughs> oh, I feel ooh. Sucker. Sh- yeah. Can we Make the can you make the destiny case? I want to hear what you have to think um, on this. You well, I like to compare it to where Halo went, right? Yeah, Halo was Halo, and I think they took it in kind of an interesting direction where they focused on the lore a lot more. But like Destiny felt like the chains had come off of Bungie, and they were free to make this insane space opera, fantasy star online like monstrosity that didn't hardly make any sense because you had to go online to read cards to get the lore mm-hmm. from it but mm-hmm. that all created Remember this when they vibe. completely recast peter dinklage i do i do and that's like a whole other thing where it's like they're redoing the game as it goes because people weren't into parts of it and then there's like all this stuff where it's these expansions coming out, which I feel like kind of set the stage either in a good or bad way for where we're at now. And I just feel like it was this very, in addition to being what I thought was a very good game that controlled well and worked and had the loot thing going on. Uh, and then on top of that, I feel like it was very influential. And I think it's so of its time. Like when we think mm-hmm. back on this generation, we're going to be thinking about Destiny, even if. I feel like public perception of the Destiny series has kind of dwindled a little bit, but I think I think it's still going to be synonymous with this generation of games. I can tell you that every time I open my door to go talk to my brother, that the game he and his friends are playing is Destiny 2. That's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of weird. The flame still burns. Ooh. But at the same time... If you guys don't like Destiny, I understand. Like, it's not a perfect game by any means. It's kind of... You see, the thing is, is that I agree 
with literally everything you just said. Yes. Yes. But Christian is nauseous. No, that's I can totally understand the case being made that this game has defined the genre or defined this generation to some extent because it has essentially become what every other AAA exclusive measures itself against and tries to become, especially on the Ubisoft front. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But by that same tact, I feel like you cannot get rid of Fortnite then. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's true. And I... Uh, mm. I also think Fortnite should be on this list, though, too. So. Okay. Okay. So if we put on Fortnite and Destiny, we would be choosing between Monster <laughs> Hunter and The Witcher for the final spot. Oh. <laughs> Which kind of worked out okay, I feel like, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think The Witcher should stops. beat out Monster Hunter, but... Mm. Tell you I didn't spend 200 hours playing The Witcher. Well, can I put Fortnite? In, I'm going to put Fortnite and Destiny on here. Okay. I did not finish either Monster Hunter or The Witcher 3. I'm 200 hours in the Monster Hunter and I still haven't beaten it. Okay. It's one of the things I figured I could talk about today. Oh. Because there's a reason. Oh. Uh,. We'll get there, Michael. Don't worry. Is there something either of these games does that you feel would put it at the final spot on our list? I think Witcher does wonderful world building. Yes. And wonderful writing, which are both things that, while Monster Hunter World can create an interesting world, maybe, it doesn't really play that in any kind of engaging I don't I don't think it adds that kind of narrative engagement to it yeah. in a way. and I don't think it adds that character engagement Okay, it's mostly just a, an elaborate way to set up a 20 minute fight with a giant lizard yeah Monster Hunter feels like you're going into a level to me where it's like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is fine I like that about yeah. the game but yeah uh Christian, where where do you stand on this conundrum? Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way where I've played a little bit of both, but I haven't finished either. And I cannot speak to either to the extent that you guys can, so I'm totally okay Hmm. following the weather on this one. I think we'd be cool and put Monster Hunter on here. Because it's our list, darn it. We can do whatever Mm -hmm. we want. I don't want to put Monster Hunter on here. Screw the okay. Witcher. Do it. <laughs> do what Michael. you want. Okay. Do, do your thing. I don't. Do <laughs> we have what kind hands. of? What are we looking at story wise? Like as far as this this list we've got, what are we looking at that's really narratively hefty? Uh, Undertale, I think. Um, okay. That's it. Do you think that should be the defining narrative of the? Mm, I don't think the Witcher should be. What would you put there as like the best story game then, as far as Outer, Outer Wilds? Wilds. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, best conventional narrative, I guess maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, if you know what I mean, because it yeah. sounds as though Outer Wilds is a little more abstract, which I'm not saying is bad. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> I'm here for it. But Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, uh, I'm with you brother but i i can't make but that metal statement. gear doesn't end yeah mm-hmm. 
it's so weak the way a lot of that goes. Mm-hmm. The skeleton's there, but they don't really. <laughs> uh, God of War, I feel like, is your stock yeah. answer to this question. Yeah. But it's dead. <gasps> I don't know. I feel like maybe his story hasn't been that... Un- Uncharted 4 had a pretty good story. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like it's a weird argument to make, though, when it seems as though there's been at least attempts to try to make these large narratives out of this generation of games. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it says that I'm having trouble coming up with like a really good story game. I feel like there's some mm-hmm. indie game we're forgetting about, or I'm forgetting about, that did it really well. But Oh, I mean Undertale. But I mean, even yeah. beyond that, as far as like a good, strong, conventional narrative... Because isn't this the generation where everybody was kind of trying to subvert that? Or mm-hmm. kind of like... Well, this, yeah, We're not just video way. games anymore. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. It sure wasn't Destiny 2, I can tell you that much. <laughs> the big uh, guy. He wants to destroy the world. The sun. We need the sun. Wahahaha. <laughs> uh, hmm. As a fair question, Michael, I, I don't have a good answer for you, honestly. Because I think there's like there are answers, and I honestly think The Witcher is one of those answers. But at the same time, um, I don't know if you start poking through the narratives of this generation, I feel like you'll find a lot of what you get out of like God of War, where there's there's some very oh, strong tough. narrative pieces, and then a lot of padding that dulls down, yeah, whatever kind of impact the the actual story can have. Celeste had a good story. It was pretty mm-hmm. traditional. I don't know. It's about yeah. finding yourself. Yeah, it's tapping A through dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want out <laughs> of my video <laughs> games. Um, hmm. uh, side question here, Christian. Do you feel like the Outer Worlds, how'd that story go? Because, you know, it's Obsidian. I feel like there's a, a pedigree there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely traditional in the sense that it's the Fallout 3 way of doing things. Yeah. And I think it's good, but I also think they kind of kneecap themselves by like trying to comment on capitalism in a very two-dimensional way that feels a little ham-fisted and kind of mucks up some of the nuance that they could have dove into. And also coming out beforehand and being like, this game isn't about politics, people, don't worry. And they did this, and that's the same thing Far Cry 5 did, that's the same thing The Division 2 did, and I feel like they kneecap themselves by doing that. Just mm-hmm. let the story stand on its own, yeah. don't mention politics whatsoever, because then if politics ever come up in the writer's room, they got to be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Shush, shush. <laughs> okay. Fair. I guess, I don't know, I can't... Yeah, looking at Outer Worlds from what I've seen of it, just watching over Tucker's shoulder there that one time. Mm. It does seem like it was very... It does seem like a very shallow anti-capitalist... I was in like, like the a, first area though. I, I mean, that's I can't fair. Speak yeah, to... it just it seems like it was a that fallout, that shallow fallout approach too. Like there are legitimate things you can do, but I don't know if you know, mandatory corporate dictator jingles is like yeah, wry commentary in any way. <laughs> it's maybe a little stale at this point. I don't know. Uh... Like, I saw that joke on Futurama once 10 years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Suicide booths and all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah. I guess... Uh, I don't know. I Is anybody going to go with me on Monster Hunter? Because otherwise I'm totally fine with The Witcher being the 
Fine, Monster Hunter, do it. Do it. Can I lock it, Michael? You are you are our Monster Hunter ombudsman. You must tell me if I have to go ahead to write it. Anyway. Um, it would feel weird to me if I made a personal list and did not include that game. But okay, good enough for me. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, Monster Hunter. Bye, Witcher. Okay, okay. I I can hear Zach's heart breaking. <laughs> okay, here. so here you guys are gonna have a fit of joy when I go down this list of the top. Not the top, the 10 canonical games of this generation. <laughs> As we peer into the future, Project Scarlet approaches. But for now, these are the games. Thumper. Hitman. Metal Gear Solid V. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. P.T. Undertale. Overwatch. Fortnite. Destiny. And Monster Hunter World. We did it. We did it, and it's unassailable. It is perfect. <laughs> I mean, I feel okay about it. Put it on a t-shirt. I do, I'm too. With it. This is a cool list. This is a... This is a good uh, time if you want to play any of these games, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Except Breath of the Wild. But moving on... We, uh, that's our first hour, and, uh, Michael, I didn't play anything. Michael, we'll, we'll save you for our after-dinner snack, if that's okay. That's fine. Because we got Death Stranding like to talk we have, about. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, yeah. I feel like that seems like the, the precedent here, the, the new The main uno. attraction. The mm. main course. And Christian might have to bop out here for a little bit, but, Christian, can we talk about Death Stranding... Do we need to have the Death Stranding talk where we're like, what's Death Stranding? Or can we just kind of acknowledge that we all know what Death Stranding is and just kind of have that conversation? Totally. I'm sure there's plenty of dissections of Death Stranding at this point that plenty of people would be very familiar. Okay. Or at least vaguely familiar. Do you like Death Stranding? So I was nervous about it back before we knew what it was. I was apprehensive because of the gameplay. We didn't see much gameplay, and the little bit we did was a guy walking with other persons strapped to his back. I was like, this is strange, this is interesting. And then there's like a little flash of third-person shooting, and then everyone like grasped onto that, and they're like, this is going to be a shooter. There's going to be a lot of shooting in this video game. Hmm. And then I, this the game, as more footage began being known, I kind of began conceptualizing Death Stranding as the negative image of Metal Gear Solid Five. Ooh. And I feel like that is where like, the 25 hours I've spent with Death Stranding has brought that to the fore and kind of, in, to some extent, confirmed that suspicion. Okay. That Death Stranding is the negative image of Metal Gear Solid Five. That being the fact that Death Stranding is full of world building, setting, story, cutscenes, crazy stuff happening. It's fun to just sit there and exist. But the gameplay is walking from A to B. Metal Gear Solid Five, you got a few cutscenes, but the game ends halfway through. And like whenever you get those cutscenes, they're like so delicious, and you want to devour them. And then they're over, and then you're back to like the gameplay, which is like yeah. the best part about that game in my eyes is the fantastic open world stealth, tactical espionage, planning, like uh, uh, sortying and actioning, man. Very good stuff. Yes. And so I had a lot of fun in Metal Gear Solid Five when I was planning my attack and then attacking. I have a lot of fun in Death Stranding 
when I'm sitting there watching cutscenes about crazy stuff that I didn't get as much of in Metal Gear Solid Five, or when I am approaching my destination, or when I am leaving on my trip. While I'm actually doing the trip, it's like it's a lot of concentration. I wouldn't, and some of it's boring, not all of it, but I do mm. get bored from time to time. Sure. But that like leaving that prepping that strapping everything to my back that getting ready that being like okay i need these things in order to succeed on my trip and then the arriving at the destination and getting that positive reinforcement from the npc where they take a glance at my package and they evaluate the fact that there's zero percent damage to that package and they're like wow this thing's in great shape i live for that that is the positive validation i need as a video game player and I love it. There is none of that in Metal Gear Solid Five. There is yeah. just S rank that is, you know, like this dizzying amalgamation of a bunch of different things that happen over the course of a playthrough of a mission. Right. right. And Death Stranding, and- you're evaluated for one thing for every delivery. Is this a timed delivery? You are measured based on how quickly you did it. Is this a condition delivery? You are evaluated only on how good condition the package is in. So you can just focus on that. And embark on your journey. What's it like when that goes off the rails? Oh. Like, say you're you're setting because I I watched you play a bit of this yesterday, and I kind of saw what you meant. But it seemed as though everything was going, you know, according to plan. You were going from A to B where the way you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You weren't running into things. We had that hot spring. You even got a trophy out of it. Yeah. Ooh. And everything kind of arrived perfectly. What happens when you take a left turn into biohazard suit terrorists ghost monsters and mountains it's frustrating that's the not fun part that's the part that is not good i like the part where you are you know you plot your course you plot how you're going to get to your destination to to deliver this package and then you hit some rocks along the way and then you've got to just kind of try and figure out how you're going to get around these rocks, whether or not you should ditch your motorcycle in order to get through these things faster, but then you'll have to come back and get it later if you still want it. I like coming up on like a lake and the, or a river and seeing that it's not traversable in this spot, so you got to figure out what you're going to do. I like that stuff. What I don't like is coming across the rain, which degrades all of your equipment, and the rain also brings with it these ghost BT things, and those things are just a chore to deal with, because you got to... Every time these bad guys show up, your BT has to turn... Or your BB, I'm sorry, has to turn on, your little baby, and then he's got to pull up the detector thing, and the game pauses for this every time. you got to stop, and it zooms in on the detector coming out. Most things in the game you can skip. This you cannot. And so I just see it as, oh, the game's loading in the bad guys right now while the BB is opening up its scanner, and then you just slowly crouch walk through all of it, and then you get close to a BT... So you got to hold the R1 button to hold your breath so that you can slowly walk past them. Or if you're on a motorcycle, you got to hope that you can get enough distance away from them to just continue on. And so it just feels like busy work getting through these these BTs, these spectral ghost things that are floating around in random spots. And it's frustrating and it's annoying because it's not necessarily hard to deal with them. And if you do get caught by them, you'll just like spam square to get away and you'll be good. And so it's largely just like a needless obstacle, it feels like, in the grand scheme of things. Whereas like the actual terrain, that feels like more organic. Like I like dynamically dealing with the terrain more than I like just staying outside of the cone of the BT's 
like alert range, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you think the bad stuff is bad so that you appreciate the walking, you know, across <laughs> yes. the tundra more? That's a good question. Maybe, maybe, because uh, that's that's interesting. Because there's also like an extra layer to that where you can build roads that just go straight over the terrain so that yeah. your trip is completely boring and right. just 100% mindless, but it's easy. And like that's that's the end goal that you're eventually aiming towards is to just make delivering these packages holding the R2 button while you tap the left stick a couple times whenever you need to in order to just drive to your destination. So hmm. that's a good question. Uh, the, hmm. I want to say no. I feel like the BT stuff is supposed to be fun because they give you a lot of tools to deal with these BTs, but the tools require you to stop. They require you to stop your delivery and they require to, you to get out the equipment, utilize it on the BT, and then move on. And so okay. that, that also kills the pacing when you're just, like, trying to move on. You get the BT patches, and it's like, ugh, this sucks. I want this to be done. But do you, mm, I guess another way of rephrasing that same question then would be, is this game better if all you do is go from point a to point b you know like if it's just like a walking simulator basically. yes for me yeah. absolutely 200 percent. Okay. yeah yeah okay. i would i enjoy the walking from a to b i'm okay with that and this is one of the very rare instances possibly the only one ever that i can say that reading video game reviews beforehand enhanced my enjoyment mm. of this video game because I was totally aware going in that a lot of people found this boring. It's going to be a lot of running around. It's going to be a lot of just delivering packages. And I got to start out knowing that and go in, you know, prepped for the worst, basically. Prepped yeah. for people hate hate this thing. People can't get more than five hours into this thing because it's so boring. And because of that, I just, I enter this weird trance when I'm playing it that I actually find very satisfying. So I get, like, in this weird trance where I'm just, like, thinking about everything. I'm like, okay, I want to hold L2 and R2 here because I'm getting into a rocky area and I'm about to go over this rock. And so I want to hold both the triggers right now so I can have the most firm grasp on my backpack and be okay. And then I can continue walking. And then I also have to kind of, like, strategically plan my route as I'm going. So you can plan your route on the map. But then you also have to plan your route dynamically as you're moving so that you got, you avoid all the major obstacles, you know. And it's weird. It sounds boring as all get out. But I've entered this weird entertainment trance where I find it entertaining. I don't find it f- fun. You know, this yeah. isn't frantic fun. Right. But I find it very amusing and cathartic and kind of soothing okay. in, a, in a way that I find entertaining. I get you. I can I can pick up that vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you have not beaten this game, right? You're no. Still it's still going, and it's, it's, okay. it's supposedly very long, and it's apparently very backloaded with cutscenes in traditional Kojima fashion, okay. where you're getting to the end of the game towards the end of a night, and then you end up staying up till the next morning because the cutscenes are still going. Mm. I'm excited to get there. I'm excited to get start getting smacked with some long cutscenes, man. Yeah. I'm ready for that good old Kojima cutscene goodness. Because right now I'm in the like the early game, lots of cutscenes. Middle of the game, not so much, and that's where I am right now. Where it's a lot okay. of just the game, play the game, hmm. and I, I am playing the game, and I am excited to be rewarded with a bounty of cutscenes at the end. Ooh. Okay, 
is uh is Sam Porter Bridges a good character? Do you think he is our next? So a lot of people snake? say no, and I okay. totally understand why people don't like him, but I like him a lot because okay. he's Norman Reedus and yep. he is playing Norman Reedus. I'd assume this is exactly how he is in The Walking Dead because every episode of The Walking Dead he's been like this where someone tells him to do something he's like, eh, "Okay. That's a bunch of crap." Like he'll he'll get he'll be ticked off about it. He'll not want to do it and then he'll realize he should probably do it and then he does it reluctantly. That's his okay. character, but I think like that's that's totally fine by me. I like it. Yeah. I like how he gives him some friction, he gives him some crap about it, but at the end of the day, he's sitting there hoofing it for these guys. And yep. he's loving it, man. Deep down, you can tell. P-M-M. And he loves his BB. He loves his little his little fetus in the jar. <laughs> his you know, BB, rocking it back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. boy, <clears throat> that's Death Stranding, I, man. I yeah, I, I I want to experience this game without having to play through it. I just want to. Yeah. I want to have that inside me. I want Death Stranding Ooh. inside me, but I don't think I have the fortitude to sit down and play through it but what if you sat down and played it and found you enjoyed it mm. that would be cool mm-hmm. that doesn't happen usually with video games <laughs> so. so i don't have my hopes up what if it was on game pass that would be great yeah that would be great i would yeah i would play it i mean I, it's this game is just like curiosity made flesh i mean i feel like everybody wants to play it whether yeah. it's enjoyable to them or whether it's a good game, I feel like is like a entirely different question. But I think it this game draws attention to itself. Yeah, and I think in some sense this is the most accessible game Kojima's made. Not only because it's you know not bogged down in the baggage of a franchise that's like eight entries long and full of convoluted lore, but also because this story is definitely more accessible than I think anything since Metal Gear Solid One. So yeah. he's kind of he's pulling on things yeah totally he's he's setting up things and he like explains things over and over you know he'll have the the npcs will reiterate everything you'll get emails explaining things again just in case it didn't make sense the first (laughs) time so you understand a normie like me can grasp it and understand (laughs) it okay so there's not going to be maybe uh death stranding 2 that completely subverts your expectations and is like this postmodern reflection of i don't know because it's like metal gear solid feels like he's making his own movie in yeah. a way and this doesn't feel like that at all to me from what i've seen it feels like uh it feels like closer to like metal gear solid 5 storytelling where it's kind of around the edges or something where it's not driving you constantly as a character but i don't know yeah but it that seems right. that way yeah. i don't know there's a lot of metal gear solid 5 dna in this game like yeah. i mentioned to you guys the menus looks so like, the look crazy yeah the bleep loops the yep. uh direction style that utilizes very few cuts and like sweeping along things mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the person's running the handheld style the faked handheld style okay very appealing to me i find when he uh drinks monster does we go Whoa! yeah that would be cool yeah yeah no vaping in this one from what i can tell no, no e-cigarettes, but that's no, okay. no time moving fast because it's probably marijuana. Just when it rains, baby. Just mm-hmm. when it rains or snows. Or snows. Michael, any anything uh, tickling your fancy here? Mm-mm-mm. No, I mean it seems like we kind of 
you are on the fence so much about getting this game, Michael. I feel like it changes. Uh, yeah, I mean, the reason I just haven't is is more for life reasons at this point. Sure. Because I absolutely would like to delve into this. I was definitely... I don't know. I mean, I was getting away. I, what I was pulling away from the, uh, uh, from what I was watching Christian play, it, it definitely, you know, whetted that appetite. It didn't mm-hmm. make me any mm-hmm. less interested in it. And in fact, it made me want to, uh, you know, experience it even more. Just the only reason I haven't gotten it yet is is more for life expenditures and yeah, and those kinds of things, and whether or not I have eighty hours to commit to another game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is is this a game I can come home from work and play for half an hour and feel like I have done anything? Or is this a game where you're like playing Death Stranding for an afternoon? You could totally feel like you did something productive. Okay. Uh, the the missions are very compartmentalized the way Metal Gear Solid 5s were. Whereas okay. there's the mission, you accept it, you get to the end, and that's like 45 minutes on the high end, 30 minutes okay. on like average, 30, 20 minutes, somewhere around there. But... I mean, there's also the fact that doing that one mission is like barely putting a dent in this video game. Right. So right. if you keep that in mind and have that looming above you, it can feel like you're not making any progress. Okay. Uh, final question I have, Christian, if mm-hmm. you don't mind. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. the missions were a lot of the same thing, let's say, where it's like, go get the guy or go... Mm-hmm kill all the people but it, there was this ebb and flow to the missions where you would do like a couple like oh these are kind of normal missions and then there would be like this big set piece mission and it would kind of go uh, like that is there any of that in death stranding because it seems like you were kind of saying or it seems like you just kind of do the same thing yeah it's the same thing side okay. missions same thing all the main okay. missions are largely the same thing which is deliver this package to that location Maybe the package is a little different. Maybe they throw a little curveball your way where someone's like, hey, can you deliver this for me on the side? And then you're like, okay, sure, I can do that side thing. Why not? And so, you know, there's that. But I mean, largely it's the same. The story missions will bring you to new locations. So you'll be traversing different terrain that you're not used to. Okay. Which is how they kind of, you know, freshen things up a little bit. You'll be okay. delivering a package to a new location, and the side missions are largely deliver this to this location you've already discovered, but that's about it. Okay, so it's not like halfway through a mission, the parasite squad or whatever is going to show up, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, this is completely unexpected and crazy. Yeah, not really. I mean, there's mm. there's like crazy moments where it has you do things that aren't just deliver a package, but those okay. are very few and far between, and those are not like tangible missions that it has okay. you complete. They're just stuff that they randomly throw in there. Okay. It's never your mission to defeat bad guys, right? Like that. Doesn't... Exactly. No. Okay. Okay. Your mission is only package delivery. Okay. I can respect that. Okay. Uh, any... Uh... Sounds like Death Stranding. Any final thoughts here before maybe we jump into some sports bar? Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying Death Stranding so far, and I hope it's not too long on the tooth. Yeah, I get you. Do you okay. feel as though it's getting any... Are you, are you approaching the the point where it overstays its welcome, do you think? or I haven't gotten there yet. Like I said, okay. I'm about 25 hours in, and I just hit that, uh, like, uh, five hours ago, hit that spot where it's... Where it feels like the game allowed me access to the majority of its tools. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's going to be more things that unlock for me eventually. But it feels like, you know, you did it, bub. 
you made it this far here you can play with some of the game's tools now and so i'm excited to play it some more and to utilize and exploit those tools for my own delivery purposes <laughs> but we'll see how long that feeling lasts i don't know yeah okay okay Oh, uh, I actually have one more question. By all means. Uh, Did you consider putting this on your list of canonical game nominees at any point? Nope. Nope, not as of yet. It's neat. There's nothing else like it, but no. Okay. Fair enough. Well, Michael, should we talk some F1 in Sports Bar? Sports Bar is available only to uh, premium subscribers. Mm -hmm. um, Ad-free. No, uh, no mattress commercials during Sports Bar. Points. Score. Sports Bar. Michael. Yes. Watch any sports I, lately, dude? I actually haven't. I've hit that lull. Whee! Every year I hit that. Every year for the F1 season, I hit that point <laughs> where it's like, it's just, you know, the, the, the two hours of the. The race the week keeps going, baby. It, it's hard to justify, yeah. especially since I almost never watch them live, and it's yeah. so easy just to look up, okay, where are we score-wise? Oh, cool. Sure. Hamilton they did crashed. the thing again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Here's the seven things that happened this race that anyone would care to know, and here they are in a list, and then you're done. Yeah. Um, that's fair. That said... I mean, that said, though, it is still kind of... I do enjoy keeping up with it still. Okay. I do like... I do follow when I can. Okay. okay. We got Albon. Albon's back on Red Bull. I'm excited. He's a very yeah. good driver. He He's is. a young pup. Um, He's got things to prove, like one Max Verstappen. That's right. Max feels like the old guard at this point. I don't know. Which is weird. Isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah, it just moves so quick because they're all so young coming in where it's like, Max, you're 20? Jesus. You should think about retirement. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, Hamilton's our world champion, so we got that Yeah, which, go figure. Think anything is going to really keep him from number seven? Think anything's going to keep him from that that Michael Schumacher record? I think, honestly, the only thing that would kill him now would be his own, like, psyche getting in the way or something where he's psyching himself out or something along those lines i don't think there's a driver on the grid or a team that could take him down really i think if you gave say if if hypothetically okay Okay. red bull comes in swinging with a strong car next year that would be cool i think verstappen is just just dangerous enough that he could do it yeah alternatively if ferrari works out its kinks I think Leclerc would be a strong challenger. I think Vettel could yeah. be a strong challenger. I don't know. Yeah. Has has Ferrari locked in its its next team? <laughs> oh, uh, that is a great question. I th- I don't know. I think they're the same for next year. Because um, I think in 2021 is when all the big shakeups are going to happen. But uh, that's an interesting team Ferrari has. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about Leclerc. These days, he seems kind of annoying or something. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He's always on the radio, like, "Well, I, I understand what you're saying, but here's my opinion." And it's like Leclerc just race, dude, and then it just seems like he disappears from the race after that because he always <laughs> does something in the first five laps, and then he kind of just is mm-hmm. Leclerc. I don't know. And Vettel is such a personality, and I love Vettel. He is, 
He I, was a beast of a man. I don't share this battle love. I know. I know. I, but he's I, I like uh, he's like the uncle of F one or something. Him and Kimmy are just like yeah forever. But help us. I don't know. Vettel to me is pretty close to where Hamilton is, but the minor exception is Hamilton has the millennial superstar thing that I can <laughs> yeah. enjoy watching. Hamilton, sure. not, yeah, Hamilton, not Vettel. Right. Um, and oh. I don't and Vettel. I, I, it's just beyond that. Yeah, it's just a, it's it's the whole hot-headed European yeah. racer man. Oh, I like that though. He's playful. He's got like this playful side that comes out a lot. I don't know. Yeah, when uh, he wins. When he wins, yeah. When he's in a good mood, that's it's, it. It's fun, <laughs> and then otherwise, it's like, ooh, yeah. Get this guy yeah. out of here. Yeah. Oh, his his fit though. That little fit that he threw earlier this year. That is like, <laughs> yeah. That is peak Vettel in my Mwah. mind in a way that is Mwah. enjoyable. I don't know. I guess. I guess. I get why people like Vettel. Yeah. I'm okay with him. I would maybe like to see. I don't know. I think maybe it'd be kind of cool to see a shakeup at Ferrari and maybe Ricardo bumped up. But that would be awesome. Because I think if you give Ricardo a good car, he would be. Yeah. Frequently on the podium, and he'd be frequently contending. He deserves a good car. He's a good racing man. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Do you think Botas challenges Hamilton next year? <gasps> no. No. Okay. No. I don't think. I don't think Mercedes lets him. See, that's that's the rub, dude. That's the interesting part. Uh, mm, I don't know. You could tell me he... anything, and I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. Of course they would do that, those jerks. It's just, it seems like, you know, Hamilton's got the star power. People who are Mercedes fans tend to be Hamilton fans, and Botas is just kind of there. Like, yeah. he, And he's a good driver, I also, but I also think Hamilton is more consistent. Yes. And with all of that in mind, if I was a team head looking to prioritize my resources, they would easily be directed yeah. at the at getting Hamilton that number seven rather than letting uh rather than having the two pit go against each other and possibly knock either out of the race. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of crazy that like Hamilton's like one of the best F one drivers of all time. Like we're witnessing, you know, it doesn't feel like it for some reason. Yeah, and I wonder how much of the. I think one thing to talk about here, though, is the reason he's he does so well is at least a large chunk of that is that Mercedes is that Mercedes has a strong car. Yes, is that they pump a lot of money into that vehicle and that they can create a very good vehicle. Yeah, that doesn't have the problems Ferrari has. Yeah. Um, um do you wish? Do you wish all the other cars were better, or do you wish Mercedes was worse? I honestly wish it was just more of a Mercedes is worse. Because okay. I feel like if That's you look at right? it's more interesting, and I feel like if you look at uh, if you look at what the teams can kind of pump in, there's automatically this barrier because there's no way the other teams will leverage the kind of funding that Mercedes throws into Formula One. Right. So you're never going to get, you know, a Haas driving a Mercedes-level vehicle. My so it might be, maybe the, the equalizer would be to bump down what you what Mercedes and Ferrari can throw into their vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they are doing that. I feel like I've read that yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it's, not it's that dodgy. It's, it, the not dream gonna, is there. but Right, uh, it's not going to be anywhere near yeah. what we're talking about. So it's kind of... 
which and sucks. I mean it sounds as though the ce- the the funding ceiling is still well yeah. out of the way of like you right. know what Williams throws Williams, at its cars right, or exactly. what what Haas throws at its cars or even right. what Renault throws at the cars, which sucks in a way, but you know yeah. I guess that's the sport for you. So. How much longer do you think or hope? to see Hamilton continue to consistently snag the top three spots. I want him to get the record. I do want him to get the record, yeah. too. I yeah. think it would be cool to see him get the record. Yes. Now, how much after that? How lo- how much longer after that record is broken? Honestly, I don't know. I think it'll be a long time before that record's broken again. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Why, I don't know. Partially why I'd like to see it happen. Um, I just wonder if his... Once you hit that level, I just wonder if you can keep that going because then I feel like you're not as hungry for it anymore. Yeah, because you're you don't you're not comparing yourself to anything. Mm-hmm. Well, in that regards, maybe we've got at least two more seasons of Hamilton pushing for that because you've got him getting the record, you got him breaking, you got him reaching Schumacher's record. Yeah, why don't you just take it the next step further? I I feel like that's a hard step though. I don't know. Uh, and he's getting older. You know, he is getting older. I think he, I think we're gonna we're within like the last couple of years of Hamilton. Yes. And he, then Yeah. I like Hamilton more now as a person, I guess, or as a uh celebrity or something. I don't know. He seems mm-hmm. genuine in a way. Yeah. Just in kind of a dorky way, but he's got that Drakeness to him, but Yes, he's very woke. He's very publicly <laughs> woke. <laughs> yeah. Which is kinda yeah. Wrong, but but I mean he's also got that like I don't know I like his public persona I like that he kind of he's like the F1 driver who who has a fashion line in the UK and, <laughs> right. and yeah. things yeah. like like he has these kinds of like other star power things going for him in a way that makes it a, a fun you know fun celebrity experience and and he does seem like a genuine guy in a way that's not that maybe yeah, obviously he's got the ego. I think you need to have an ego to be. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, and that's that's part of what I like about him too. Yeah, he's just not my favorite. Oh. Yeah, I want Kimmy up there. Kimmy getting seven championships. Gosh darn it! I don't think Kimmy has that. Forty anymore. years old. Yeah, I think Kimmy's. I think we're gonna be. I think he's gonna retire soon. He wants the drink, Michael. Um. But. Uh, I don't know. Christian, any sports you've been watching, my guy? Still the Packers. Woo-woo. It's weird because, like, watching the Packers is just like watching a coin flip. They win or they lose. And then <laughs> yeah. they won more yeah. than they lost, so that's good. Yep. And they could be the halfway through the last quarter, and they're down 20 points. And it's like, well, you don't know. It's the Packers. Maybe <laughs> exactly. something will happen. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they lose to the Chargers, not the best team, and then they went to a Panther to the Panthers, a pretty decent team. So yeah, NFL just seems that way. It's just yeah. you don't know. You just shrug, and then you're happy when they win, and then you're kind of sad when they lose, and then you get ready to yeah. face the Patriots eventually if you ever make it to the Super Bowl. They have like the same <laughs> record we do, don't they? I think it's More? it's close. Yeah, they're doing well. Yeah. Of course. They yep. Are. Nothing new there. Uh, what do you do off season? Is there like a season between football and baseball where you have like a sport you're? 
I'll okay. flirt with basketball, uh, yeah. college basketball, though. I've never been okay. big into the NBA. So I'll yeah, follow the Wisconsin Badgers for college okay. basketball. Okay. And then that's about it. And that's kind of like the sad spot because there's so many basketball games. Yeah. But it's, it's like in between. Style. It's in between MLB. It's in between baseball and football where you got just enough games to where they don't quite feel as impactful. But then you have enough games that they're also on weekdays when you actually want to see them. But then you got to go to sleep, man. Right. You can't stay up until 10 p.m. on a weekday just to see if they win or not. Sure can't. Sure can't. I've gone to sleep in the fourth quarter of many a Packer game this mm-hmm. year. You and me both. Yep. So many like people in your central time zones. I don't know. It, of all that. the things I would stay up for, a Packer game is not one of them. Yeah. So it's an easy mm-hmm. Uh, Michael. Hi. Hello. Why don't Michael. you round us out here on this fairly lengthy podcast for you, the subscriber. You're getting your money's worth every time with XP Bar Plus. <laughs> Michael. Yes. What kind of games you got going on? My well, my sir. I have hit a brick wall in okay. Monster Hunter World about hour 210. Of course. Um, yep. Happens to the I rest of us, man. I have continued Shadow the Hedgehog, and then I bought Japanese weeaboo bullshit game. Yeah. What's going on there, Michael? Okay. Tell me a story. So, a long time ago... <laughs> no. I Start that so one. for a while we now. Have okay, okay. Now. So, a long time ago, <laughs> I started watching this this anime, right? This uh-huh. this, this thing called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Sure. Maybe you've heard of it. Oh, it's the pretty obscure. Show. Yeah, the okay. meme show. Um, because partially because of the memes, <laughs> I like memes. No. <laughs> cool, but I don't know. The other part of it is that I think there's like a fun art style to it. It's unique. There's Energy. a certain level of craziness to it that I think transcends the memes that I enjoy. Like if if you if you sat two JoJo fans together, they'd have this <laughs> list of things they could talk about. Like, oh, remember the time where JoJo thought a plate of spaghetti was suspicious, so he punched it. Oh, remember the time <laughs> they danced to they. They unzipped a guy's head, hung it up on a fish wire, and then danced to a Japanese cover of Prince's Pussy Control? I, I do. That. I remember that. Remember when they made a baby eat his own poop? I oh. do. Oh. Like, these are, there are these things, and it's like, it, there's a certain absurdity to all of it, where, like, there's a part where they're hunting for what's heavily implied to be Jesus' corpse, or they're oh. fighting vampires with Nazi robots. Uh, oh. It's like, there's an absurdity that's fun. So I liked it a lot. And yeah. then there was this game they released for it called Eyes of Heaven. And it is considered canonical to mm-hmm. the manga, mm-hmm. which is still ongoing for like 20 years now, if not more, if not longer. It is like it's like it's it's this weird time travely dimension hopping thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is fan service incarnate. And I really wanted to play it, but it seemed like impossible to get unless you were going to spend pay full price on PlayStation Live or spend a hundred dollars to get it imported or whatever. Because there Ooh. was not yeah. really like a I don't know what happened. It just didn't seem like it was really that that available 
later into the PS4's life. But then, but then, yes, earlier this week, it popped up on like one of my recommended things because I went through looking for what the free games with with gold were. And one of the things that popped up were like, hey, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it is 80% off. Come get it. Jeez. Okay. So I got it. Okay. And here we are. Like digitally or? Uh... Digitally, yeah. Digitally. It's a digital okay. copy. Um, so it was released uh, like domestically? It came out here? or? Yeah, it came out here a couple of okay. years ago. Okay. It's just I don't think they really plan for longevity in sure. regards to that. So it seems as though all that was left was like a used market that. That wasn't really... The weird people. Yeah, the weird people. Okay. So what um, kind of game are we talking here? I don't have It's like idea. a three-dimensional fighting game. Okay. You know, like the... You and I had played that Naruto yes. Ninja Storm game. It's a lot like that. Okay. That kind of... Okay. You're working in three dimensions. You know, characters have their special powers and stuff like that. Kind of behind-the-back style, like... Running yeah, behind-the-back style. Um, like a Gundam. Kind of. A lot of RPG elements to it, though, that I did okay. not expect. Okay. You're you're leveling characters up in a certain Ooh. way. You're building them a certain way. Ooh. I didn't expect any of that. Um, fighting's okay. It yep. feels okay. Sure. But, like, the reason, I think, to kind of go through with it is is that the reason you really follow through with any of the that JoJo fandom stuff is the, the absurdity and the memes. <laughs> and... And oh. honestly, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of, sure. like, fan service. There's a lot of, you know, throwing together characters who never met because you can because time travel and multi-dimensions. And, <laughs> That's like and... every one of these anime fighting games, I feel like. is just... Yeah. Throw it all together. Yep. Um, That's cool. You have characters meeting each other, and it's like the end result. The end goal is obviously to get all eight JoJo's in the room <laughs> at obviously, once. Obviously, yes. Of course. Um, like the plot is that there, all of these different major characters from the series have a some kind of devious thing going on, and you have to find all the parts of what's heavily implied to be Jesus's Christ, Jesus Christ's corpse. The parts. The parts while you're using your stand powers. Yes. That are based off of uh, Snapple facts and popular musicians. Hmm. <laughs> This sounds like a nightmare, Michael. Yeah, it sure as hell is. Uh, I'm having fun with it. I don't know. It's okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. If I get it, can I fight you? Is it still on sale? Let's do this. Let's go. Yeah, if you get it, you can fight me. We'll fight. Okay. Okay. You, you, we'll we'll pick. We'll we'll fight. My stando will beat your sutando. My sutando is great. Uh, here's the two oh, things. Pearl Jam. No pearl jams. That's cheating. You got the DLC, Michael. Uh, there was a good JoJo's game for PS1 fighting game, which is crazy because that's how old JoJo's is. Yeah, I know. I know, and it still it still has like this vibrant following. Uh, like they're remaking the anime now, and yeah, because that's like more recent than that is. Like JoJo's is like old, right? JoJo's is very JoJo's. old, but they've redone. But since they started redoing the anime. It started getting this larger following as it kind of tapped into... It's like the internet kind of tapped into the weirdness of it all. Yeah. It seems very suited to the times we live in. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's cool. I'm kind of interested in now in this game. I would have never yeah. uh, 
I keep buying I these know. anime games though and not really playing them. Yeah. I like the vision. I like the dream. I do too. I don't know how far I'm gonna keep going with it, but I, I, I like what I've got right now. It's not like it's not like particularly deep sure. as far as but neither is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um yeah. it's just it's it's an excuse to go through with all these like absurd things from the series and get a little like your dollops of fan service to pop yeah, out of this okay. and think about how this is considered somehow canon right that's goofy yeah <laughs> i'd like to think about that stuff and it's kind of cool because it's fully voiced oh which is wild because you have like the anime is only at part five right now so you have like these whole parts without voice cast but they've they cast them anyway Oh, and they're bringing it. They they bring in like the whole stretch of the manga. Like you're going through all eight parts, and I don't know if those have ever really been like animated. And I feel like people's interactions with JoJo is the anime, not the manga. Right, right. For the most part. Hmm. Isn't isn't each other part like a different time period or something? But it's always like yeah, okay. Well, okay. You have different parts that are the you have different time periods. Uh, that that breath kind of slows down as you get to the later parts because it's like now you're in the 80s, now you're in the 90s, now you're in the 2000s. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, it originally started like here's the 1890s. Now we're in the 1940s. <laughs> right. Um, and then they do a universe reset <laughs> oh, no. in a way that canonically somehow ties it all together. Uh, and now you're back in the 1800s, years. and it's like Hidalgo, but you're finding Jesus's body, and you can shoot fingernails at people. Boy, Michael, thanks for making up a game and talking about it for the last. That's that's yeah. pretty impressive, my guy. Uh, the other things, I'm still playing Shadow the Hedgehog. Stop! My God, just stop playing it, Michael. Just no, put it I, away. I said I was going to do all ten endings, and I'm committed to not maybe not going that far, but at least going one or two more runs. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that ROM from you. I'm coming it's, to your house. I don't know. Once, like, once you're not caring anymore. Yes, I'm there. Like, once you stop caring, it's and just go through the ends of the levels. It's a lot more bearable. Yeah. Like now you're not doing like the mission specific kill all forty Shadow. gun soldiers. Yeah, that sucks. It's terrible. That's bad. You don't need to. After a certain point, you don't need to really worry about that. Like, I'm so happy. I'm never gonna have to do the the set the oh. bombs off mission again. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I couldn't get past because I couldn't find the bombs, and I was like, what? Yeah, it's terrible. Like the yeah. way there's a quick way to do it. Okay. It's just game it's, facts. Yeah, you just look up the walkthrough. Okay. It's it's okay. like go right and then keep going straight, then yeah. go right and then keep going straight. Drive the jeep, blow the wall up, uh, and then get the helicopter. Oh, I didn't get the helicopter. I'm a fool. You should have. You should have flown over by the helicopter, and then and then you go chaos blast on the robot, and the thing appears, and then the eye is all like a very good shadow. That's a good voice. That's good. Hey, uh, may surprise you, but that Olympics game is worse than Shadow the Hedgehog somehow. So. Oh boy. What? It's true. It's one of the worst games I've ever played. What? How? <laughs> is it a bad mini game collection? Is that why? Oh, I don't know. It's like 40 mini games, and they're all the exact same thing, and there's nothing, there's no progression to it or anything. It's just like, you did the 100-yard dash, and then Blaze beat Mario mm. next, and then you can do something else. And it's like, Bleh. terrible. Just terrible. Just terrible. 
Isn't that Wii Sports? No, that's what my sister said. And I said, no, sort of. Wii Sports is good, though. What What's different? Well, I mean, what's different here? The bowling is more fun. Michael, any... Uh, <laughs> we got to wrap this up. I can't, I can't get my Wii Sports defense here. But uh, it sounds like you're having an anime time with video games, Michael. Yeah, that's a way to put it. Okay. Um, final thoughts, Monster Hunter World, 210 hours in, big final boss guy, sure don't want to spend 45 minutes in this boss fight that I probably won't win. Mm. And that's really, that's really stone old me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kicks you back to the beginning if you die type of thing. Like, it, like you, you, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. well, I mean, you have your, like your, your three lives and stuff like that, oh, but it's, it's okay. a hard fight. It seems like they, they're kind of cheap with some of the ways they make it a challenge and, mm-hmm. You know, it's like a forty-five minute Monster Hunter boss. So it's like if you yes. if you mess up, it's like I've spent forty-five minutes on this. I don't want to spend another forty-five minutes trying again. Mm-hmm. Just one of ten of the canonical games of this generation, Monster Hunter World, in stores now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the cat he can look like Mega Man. I'm taking it off. I'm putting Assassin's Creed Odyssey on there instead, Michael. Ooh. You did this. You did this. Christian, do you have anything to plug my guy or any Monster Hunter questions or JoJo's? Um, watch the socket. Watch that uh, uh, socket for uh, Sonic Advance 3 again, please. Yes. Let's get again. to 10 likes, everyone. Ooh. Mm. Like rally. I said there was going to be no advertisements because we're for subscribers. Thanks, subscribers. Watch DuckTales now on XP Bar Plus. The old show, not the new show. <laughs> David Tennant. <laughs> Christian, you must have something to plug besides the socket. <laughs> check out the Michael xp bar podcast wants you to check out the xp bar podcast michael anything to plug on your end my guy well tucker you and i are ranking every movie ever made in a podcast called the sprocket yes vaguely related to the the, the youtube series of the, the, the socket um, yes hard target Yes, our next one would be will be Hard Target, the nineteen I think nineties. Yes, ninety three, I believe. Nineteen ninety three, Jean Claude Van Damme classic caper. I don't know. He punches the snake in the bayou. Yes, I loved Hard Target. I am excited (laughs) to talk about it. I am very excited to talk about Hard Target with you, Tucker. We also have Fast Times at Ridgemont High planned. Yes, Uh, special guest. Going through every uh, Marvel movie ever made. Yes, the Hulk, of course. The Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, starring Ed Norton, is next. And I guess our last one, maybe the the reference is we, you and I both did Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yes, Dream Dream Warriors. And like those warriors themselves, we are going to go to Dreamland now. Good night, everyone. Good night, Michael. Good night, Good Christian. Night. Good night, Tucker. Good night, I want Christian. to strand your deaths together. And then pee in the baby's mouth. <laughs> Get a big old mushroom growing on that baby's mouth. Well, my friends, it's time to close. We hope that you enjoyed the show. 
XP bar. 